0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Samwise Yobinski Story Pod. So grateful to be here with Sam and Nate. Hello, hello.
1: Hi Chris, how are you?
0: Hello, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's a it's a beautiful day and I'm excited to be here and tell one of my very favorite stories. And it's another old 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 Buddhist story. And it begins deep, deep, deep in the mountains at a monastery where everything is super, super quiet until there's this deafening knock on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And it slices through the quiet, and all of the monks are really nervous because nobody comes usually unexpectedly to this monastery. And the one monk who's supposed to answer the door, kind of goes over to the door and he slowly opens it. And sure enough, there's a warrior at the gates who matches the sound. He's enormous. He's covered in armor. He's still holding his weapons, which are still dripping with the blood of recent warfare. And he says, Monk! Get me your senior, most wise monk right now. And the monk, the tiny little monk says, no, I can't do that. You see, we've taken a vow of of silence and you can't talk to, you can't talk to our lead monk. And he says, right now. And he pushes open the door and the little monk looks around. And sure enough, hearing the commotion, the wise senior teacher monk is slowly walking towards the warrior And he steps up, and he's very, very small, and he's very, very old. And he looks at the warrior right in the eyes, and he says, yes. And the warrior says, tell me the difference between heaven and hell. And the senior monk looks up at him, and he says, no. And the warrior starts to get mad. And the senior monk says, well... I could tell you, but you're clearly too stupid to understand. Your mind is too cluttered and full and the warrior's getting madder and madder and madder and he raises his sword up above his head and he's about to strike down the senior monk and the monk raises a finger. He says, that is hell. And understanding dawns in the warrior's mind, and he drops his weapon, and he drops down to his knees, and he can see all that he's done. And the monk says, and that is heaven. And I love this story, especially now, especially in this complicated phase of the pandemic that we're facing because so much of our well-being, so much of our happiness, so much of our balance and equanimity to use a phrase from one of my teachers, so much of that is inside of us and we create our heaven and we create our hell right here on earth. And so it's one of the really sweet blessings of all of what we do together is we sort of cultivate our peace of mind. We cultivate our connection and love and well-being so that we can kind of tip a little more closely towards heaven and save ourselves a little bit from hell right here on earth.
1: So if we get mad at our brothers and sisters, then we should try to remember that we want to make the earth more like heaven and we want to make our brothers and sisters more like, you know, how we love them and how we want the earth to be more like heaven. Right. I like that idea. I'll remember that next time I talk to my sister. (laughs) Maybe I won't yell at that. I'll be nice to her. (laughs) That's nice. Yeah.
0: And I think the other thing I like about that story is, you know, we're facing a really complex moment, right? But we can make it so much worse by how we are and how we choose to, you know, process stuff and try to keep stuff bottled up and locked in. Or if we can really sort of move through it and share it, and yeah,
2: yeah, I, I think it's interesting to even think of uh, older cultures that have like uh, Jewish culture and teachings that have a saying that the kingdom of God is here on earth. And I think often when we people who uh, believe in God and maybe believe in the afterlife, they think of something that's so distant, that's far away from them, that's almost out of touch. And this teaching that the kingdom of God is here the idea of heaven is here and it's what you do and what you choose to do I think is really special so it's it's fun to kind of hear how so many cultures you know we're kind of talking about this idea for so long and it's something that we can apply now like Sam was saying with their siblings or with their spouses and all of that and so that's wonderful to think about I love and it And it's, it's tied Theologically
0: to why we work for social justice, too, because we're we're sort of we see that all of this, that all of the kind of right and wrong isn't meted out kind of some other place, some far away time. But it's right here. And so it's our job together to bring about this new way of being right here. So so as we do, we also have some questions from everybody in the mailbag. And we have our first from the Sasone family who asks, what is a book you loved as a child that you knew you wanted to share with your own kids and did they love it as much as you? So yeah, Sam and Nate, what, what books did you love as a child?
1: Well, when I was a kid, I loved The Hobbit by Tolkien And I also loved The Lord of the Rings that I read when I was a little older. I think I read The Lord of the Rings when I was about 12 years old. And I loved it so much, but I didn't read it again. I only watched the movies when I grew up. But recently, in the last few months, I've been reading the books again, and I love them even more than when I was a kid. And that makes me really happy that they're even better than I remember. They're so good, so you should read them.
0: And it makes me really happy that you love those books because that's why we named this whole thing the same Wise Yeboidsky podcast. So it's Because I'm so Samwise.
1: <laughs> that's me, <laughs> Samwise Gamgee.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've been listening to those with our kids too. My, my wife, Lauren, my wife, uh, really loved The Lord of the
2: Rings and she's been listening to them a lot. So it's a favorite over
1: here too. How about you, Nate?
2: Uh it, It's funny because when you ask that question, my mind picked up on the cover. Like I could see it, but then I was like, what was the name of it? Because it's a book that I tried finding early on to share with my kids, but then I couldn't find it in a lot of spaces, but now we have eBay and all of that. I bet I can, but, uh, uh, it's called, it's not easy being a a bunny. I was going to say, it's not easy being a bunny by Marilyn Sadler. And it was one of those uh, books that, uh, 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 Dr. Seuss went out and he got a bunch of authors and a bunch of illustrators, and they just created a bunch of books and content in the 70s. It's one of those books. So you match this illustrator and this writer together, and it's about this bunny who decides that he's sick of eating carrots. He's tired of having all his brothers and sisters, like all 107 of them. And so he decides to go out and find a new home. So he tries to like go to sleep in the woods with the moose. Doesn't work out. You know, and then he tries to like hang out with like a chicken. Doesn't work out. Aww. And then slowly he realizes maybe carrots carrots aren't so bad. Maybe my brothers and sisters give me uh, uh, someone to play with and that whole thing. And I think it's a very special uh, story, and it would always make me laugh, especially because he tried to moo with the cows that he was Aww. with, and it just like completely <laughs> his moo was just the funniest. And it's one of those stories that um, it's really funny, but also has this really nice message about appreciating what you do have and uh i just remember realizing that at even just this young age like wow i need to appreciate my family a bit more it was uh it was, it was a good story so it's not easy being a bunny we actually have that book and love it <laughs> we we read
0: gosh. it yeah it's oh, in pretty oh my god it's in pretty frequent rotation um, oh that's so good I one of the I'm an only child, and so one of my clearest memories is snuggling up with my mother and having my mother read me books. Um, we spent quite a bit of time together. She and I, we were good buddies, still are. Um, and uh, so I remember reading a lot with her then, um, but I remember the first series of books that I really read on my own were the you know expanded kind of world of oz books, you know, because there's like after the Wizard of Oz, there's like a gajillion other books. And I would read those um pretty pretty voraciously. So and and then the choose your own adventure books. I remember really loving those and and we've we've had those with our with our kids and and they didn't it didn't it's funny what has different traction with with all of our kids but all of our kids really love reading. is just now really diving into books on her own um, but all of them once they love something they'll just dig into a whole series. you know so Jack's read all of the Warrior series, all this complex world of cats, all that books and all of the Harry Potter books and then all of the you know a Rangers Apprentice was a big hit. so we've we definitely there's a whole lot of books. Um, that we love, but it's, it's a good question. But I, I, and I love the second part of the question is did they like them as much as you? And you know, that's one of the crazy things about families is like everybody just has something different that they love, you know? So there's, there's a few things that really resonate with everybody, but even more so there's a, there's a whole lot of specificity, which is one of the fun things about just seeing who the kids are all becoming and, and getting to know them. So Awesome, awesome question. Um, please do keep them coming. You can email minister at uubelmont.org and we will be sure to answer all of the questions you send in on upcoming pods. So thank you very much. And you know, keep listening. More stories coming and especially especially now in this in this <laughs> really strange moment that we're facing. Know that Sam's here, that Nate's here, Ian, Lillian, Rayan, the whole squad, Janice and me, we're all here for you. If there's any way that we can be of help, um, don't hesitate to reach out and, and know that you're not facing this moment alone. So, yeah, thanks so much for, for listening.